I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. One of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at VSEN, the Sports Betting Network, VSEN.com, the VSEN app, Fubo, Slink, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV, all brought to you by, and proudly so, by BetMGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander still to come this hour. Michael Lombardi will join us. Uh, I got some football questions for him, man. Oh. How good was Aaron Schatz, by the way, Jeffrey? Always fascinating to talk to uh, the creator of Football Outsiders. Uh, we'll also, uh, well, Jeff and I will talk about this liability, I suppose, that uh, all these sports books on the Giants. Maybe we'll calculate the percentage that I will affect the BetMGM bottom line myself if it's not a huge percentage, but it's a percentage. It's not negligible. But it comes down to one game. Game five tomorrow night, Dodgers and Giants. Let's bring him in from under a cloud of smoke in Southern California, you can follow him on Twitter at Spreadopedia. Vison's own Jason Weingarten. How you doing, Jason? Pretty good. Good morning. Good. It's nice to be here. Good morning. Is that the uh, is that the Sean McVay shirt that you're wearing again? Uh, no, no. This is uh, this is a regular old came out of a, a bag. <laughs> came out shirt. of a bag. Uh, okay, let's talk about the Giants and the Dodgers. The only one of these division series that obviously got to a fifth game. Everything else decided last night. Dodgers uh, really took them down seven to two comprehensive win by the way that game felt like it was 17 to 2 didn't even feel that close but we get to a game five and it is a virtual coin flip i'm seeing minus 105 on the screen i think in some spots the giants are like minus 107 logan webb and julio urias baseball's only 20 game winner logan webb has been lights out at san francisco what say you jason about this is there anything to say or does it speak for itself you know, it's, it's nice they have the off day today. Uh, it's nice for two reasons. One, I want an off day. It's been a lot, a lot of gambling lately. But uh, they get the teams getting off day, so all the bullpen guys get to rest. Everybody should be available. You get just basically everybody. Everybody is going to be available to pitch. You know, no excuses for either team. Uh, I, I think the line's relatively fair. I probably lean the Dodgers at minus 105. I haven't bet it yet. I probably will before tomorrow. Uh, I know you're going to bet the Giants. So I, I'm so invested. I don't even know if I could add anything else. Right? I mean, like for me, this is this is the playoffs for me. Like if the Dodgers win this, I'm not even sure I can get up for the rest of it. To be, to be honest with you, because I mean, it's not only not only my heart with the Giants, but also my money as well. So at, let, let me just seize on something you just said, though. Everyone's available. So everyone's available. You lean a little Dodgers. But do you give a nod to the fact that when everyone's available, 
Kapler, Gabe Kapler, that is, seems to have it figured out pretty well in terms of high leverage situations, when to put in who when. And I'm not sure Davey Roberts thinks the same way. Is that an advantage to the Giants? It's a little bit of an advantage knowing you have all those fresh arms available to use how how you want to use them. But at the end of the day, the Dodgers' first pitcher off the bench is potentially Max Scherzer. Yep. And, you know, the 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 Giants' first pitcher off the bench might be Kevin Gosman. It might be Alex Wood. Those are still two really good pitchers, but it's not the same as bringing Max Scherzer in as your, you know, your, your second pitcher in this game. Uh, they might not even need him at that point, uh, but you know, I mean, it's just having having Scherzer in your back pocket like that is a uh, it's an advantage that most teams could never even comprehend in an elimination game. So, I'm very interested to see how how this all plays out. I don't think the Dodgers have a huge advantage, as you've seen. The Giants have played them relatively well all season in the playoffs. It'll it'll be a fun game to watch. It's then going to be the the big game on. On Thursday, the the biggest thing on TV. Yeah, I don't often say that it will catch my attention over an NFL game, but with apologies to the Bucks and the Eagles, I'll I will be completely focused on the Dodgers and Giants once this game starts. Um, let's talk about the ones that have already happened, and specifically, uh, let's well let's talk about the other NLDS where we already know the Atlanta Braves are on their way to take on the winner of the Dodgers and Giants. Freddie Freeman solo shot two outs in the eighth off of. Josh Hader yesterday, the biggest moment in that. Josh Hader does not give up uh, extra bases in the playoffs in his history, and Freeman takes him yard. What a moment that was. You called it, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, right? You had the Braves here. Yeah, I had a small bet on the Braves series. It was basically just that I thought the Braves hitting outweighed the, the Brewers pitching. And, you know, I was a little disappointed that they went to a an elimination game, the Brewers and the Corbin Burns wasn't available. I, I understand that, you know, an arm like his can't necessarily pitch on short rest, but you know, you get to that spot and to not have your best pitchers available and to have Woodruff come in late. It's, it's, it's something I think we're seeing with a lot of teams this year in general. We saw it with the Rays. You just run out of pitching and when you run out of pitching, nothing good happens. And you, you had no problem with Hater coming in, even though they could have kept Brandon Woodruff in that game. No, I mean, you yeah, know, the, the man, the managers know their guys. They know how long they could throw and when they're getting tired. It's we, we like to second guess them when we're watching it at home, but they, they tend to know when a guy is running out of gas. I did disagree with Kevin cash taking out McHugh after the second inning though. I thought, mm. thought that was too early of a pull for a guy with 17 pitches. I'm really surprised they, they got eliminated. I really am like that team. I really thought the Rays were getting to the world series, but baseball, that's the most random of all postseasons. And so it's the Red Sox. And as of yesterday, the Astros who really, to be honest with you, I mean, they, they blew a five to one lead in the game that they lost just absolutely took down the white Sox in that series. Astros about a minus, I said minus 155 earlier. It's kind of drifting in some places to minus 160. We showed the Bet MGM series line. How do you stand on the Red Sox versus the Astros in the ALCS best of seven now? I bet the Red Sox plus 135 last night. I saw I saw the Astros go as low as 150. I saw as high as 135 on the Red Sox. I like plus 130 still. Uh, you know, I think... It's a relatively evenly matched series. I've I've been impressed with the Red Sox most of the season. They had a little bit of performance dip in the second half, but it's it's a pretty solid team. You know, they uh they're 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 doing some cool things. I, I think they're gonna win. I like the top of their pitching rotation better than the Astros. You know, you got Chris Sale, the World Series champion, Nate Nathan Eovaldi, some some solid arms at the top there. I I like getting the dog price on the Red Sox here. Let me let me put you on the spot here for a second. Give me the projected lines that you would have the Braves versus the Giants and the Braves versus the Dodgers. I think it'll probably be similar if it's the Dodgers. It'll probably be similar to last year, minus two hundred or so. I'd say for the Dodgers, maybe maybe slightly higher, two ten, two twenty. Might get a little bit of a price break with the Braves, but I think they'll still be the favorites. I mean, their 107 wins speak for themselves at this point. They're they're not going to be the underdog in a, a championship series. In fact, I mean, before yesterday's game, the Giants were the favorites to win the NL pennant, yeah. which I think is crazy to see. You know, just just 
from March to now to say the Giants were at one point the favorite to win the NL pennant is practically unbelievable, but that's where we were yesterday. I asked this out loud yesterday on the show, which is, you know, this was when they were up two to one, but I'll say the same thing when they're up two to two. If the Giants win, will that finally be the moment where it shifts from complete, we don't buy into this, I'm just talking about public perception now. This is they're they're never going to be considered the favorite. They're never going to be considered the favorite. To finally, as you said, it when the market they actually became the favorite at two to one. But I'm just talking public perception. What's the comp? What's the team before this in in any of the three major American sports? Apologies to hockey that was so disrespected even after being the best team in the league during the regular season. And someone, and again, I forget his uh, forget the gentleman's name, but I think this is the best comp was the 2017 Philadelphia Eagles where they had, there were three other teams that were 13-3, and three, but the Eagles were also 13-3 and three that year, and they were still a dog in every single game in the postseason, even in, through the Super Bowl, and then they win it all. It's like no one ever really gave them respect. The Giants are sort of similar to that. I get that feel. Yes? No? Similar? Similar. I have a hard time thinking of any baseball teams that were disrespected like this and, and went on to win. Me too. You know, just because it's so unusual to to have a, a team that's projected to win, you know, what were they project 81 games or Se- something? 75 and a half, I believe 75 yeah. and a half. And they won 107. That's if I went back and checked, I'd say that's probably the biggest beat on a, a regular season win total in recent history to, to the to good, guess. to the good. I think to yes. the good side. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. We only have a 90 seconds here. Anything football you've been betting. Cause you're not just one trick pony here. You got, you got other sports as well. Lamar Jackson MVP 25 to one. I wrote about that last week, talked about it on the first couple episodes of the podcast. It was, it was looking dead at halftime in in the game. It looked like a stone cold under that the Ravens were probably going to lose. And uh, Jackson threw four second half touchdown passes had 499 yards uh, of offense. Really impressive. One of the best games of his career cut his number in half. He's 12 to one. Now I bet Trevon Diggs 20 to one for defensive player of the year. I think there's still some good numbers out there on Aaron Donald, six and a half to one. Uh, he shouldn't be double the price of Miles Garrett. I think Brandon Staley, coach of the year, four and a half to one is a really good bet. I bet more of that this week. You're getting four and a half to one on uh, the Charger, you know, Chargers head coach. They're plus one ten favorites to win the AFC West. I, I I much you know rather take four and a half to one if they do win the AFC West. He's probably going to win that award. So you know you're getting a much better price there. Uh, Matthew Judon, 40 to one defensive player of the year. I think he's also kind of underrated. If the Patriots make the playoffs, I think he would have a, a big defensive player of the year case. So yeah, I, I added some stuff this week. Uh, I bet more on, on the chiefs to miss the playoffs at plus two seventy five, And I bet, I bet Patrick Mahomes to throw the most interceptions at a hundred to one. Wow. Uh, I think that's just a really, really high price. He's third. He's tied for third in the league at interceptions right now. He's, he has no running game. He's going to have to throw, you know, constantly 50 times a game. He's going to play a lot of shootouts. He might, he might throw a lot of interceptions. 20 interceptions, not out of the question. Jason, I'm glad I asked, man. The wide world of wine garden available now. We're all podcaster distributed. Thank you, Jason. Appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me. I'll be back soon. Jason Weingarten, yes, you will, with the professionally shelved books behind him. We covered that last time. Jeff and I come back. Among the things we'll talk about, the last winless team market in NFL. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. 
So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VEASAN basketball betting experts. Grab your copy of the VEASAN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Von Tobel, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. This digital guide is a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. That's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. It's Gil Alexander. Dan Bespris will join us, as a matter of fact, speaking of the NBA. Dan Bespris will join us tomorrow to talk season wins in the National Basketball Association by request. We're getting the basketball request. Dan Bespris, Johnny on the spot. He has done an analysis on all of the NBA teams, and so he has his thoughts on his favorite overs, his favorite unders. Have you bet in any NBA at all, Jeff? Nope. Did, I, you, did I, you tell me there was something I, you wanted to bet? I have one bet? thought. One thought. Have you of, bet your thought yet? I have not yet. Do you want to then sure, say I'll, your I'll thought? Sure, I'll put it out there. Okay, yeah, say I have no problem with that. Uh, Trey Young to win the NBA MVP. Circa has a 30-1. to 1. The rest of the market is 20-1. to 1. I think Atlanta's going to finish top three in the East. And maybe it gets a little bit hurt by their run in the playoffs last year. So the expectations are a little bit higher. But... Trey Young at 30 to 1 feels a little more lengthy than it should be on a guy who's very easily could, could lead the league in scoring on a team that is top three in the Eastern Conference. The only NBA comment I have, besides, you know, Kyrie, obviously, again, if you missed it yesterday, Kyrie not practicing or playing with the uh, Nets until he uh, sorts out the vaccination issue with uh, New York laws affecting the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and apparently there's some reports now that he wants to deal with some off-the-court things where he thinks he can make a difference. That's the story, the biggest story in the NBA. But as I look at the futures market, and this is the exact comment I had at the end of last season that has not changed throughout the summer, which is the Milwaukee Bucks are 9-1 to to win the NBA championship. The Phoenix Suns are 17-1. to Those are the two teams that were in the NBA Finals last year. I get it. There were injuries all over the place. However... The last time I think, and I'm pretty sure about this, the last time we had to go back in NBA history for a team that had won the championship being longer than that the next year, I believe was the 2004 Detroit Pistons, the subsequent season. Don't hold me to that, but I believe that's the story. I just don't know. I I just think people get really wrapped up, and perhaps justifiably so, right? Brooklyn, even without Kyrie, has KD and James Harden. I get it, and they'll get Kyrie back, we all assume, at some point. Maybe we shouldn't assume that, but most of us do. Then there's the Lakers, and people immediately go to the talent the Lakers have, starting with LeBron and AD. And so they are the short shots, and I get it. That's the conventional wisdom. But I do think, like as I look at that futures board, I do keep going back to the Bucks. Not so much to Phoenix at seventeen to one, but I do keep going back to the Bucks at nine to one. And after what they did this past year. I just feel like that might be the best number we ever get on them. So usually with pre-flop futures, there's not a lot of value. And I'm not just talking about basketball. There's just not a lot of value typically unless you have a team like the Giants, you know, San Francisco that is, that just so overwhelmingly exceed expectations from the gate. So with long shots, yes. 
maybe there are bets to be made. But when it comes to shorter shots, typically I will say, yeah, you know, these will fluctuate. There's going to be a time where you'll get them at a better price if they have a swoon. I don't know about that. Like the Bucks to me at 9 to 1 still feels like a legitimately solid wager. And you say what to that? I have no disagreement at all. Yeah. The only question is if even if Kyrie doesn't come back, if James Harden was 60% in that series last year, Brooklyn wins the NBA title last year. But can we assume that year after year, like none of these, Harden's not getting any younger, right? KD's not getting any younger, had the big injury. I get it. He came back nicely last year. Giannis is still the young in here, right? There's an age curve when it comes to this kind of stuff. So I, I think we also, and LeBron, not to, not to even mention LeBron, right? I just think we forget, we just assume that what has happened is going to still manifest. And I don't know. I just think that's a weird number on the Bucks. I really do. I'm surprised it's that high. I would have guessed it would have been about 6-1 to one plus 550, something like that. I mean, that would have been my guess. Yeah, and by that's what I'm saying. By Christmas, I think we could look up at the Bucks will be plus 450 at highest, maybe even 3-1. to one, And we'll wish we had grabbed the 9-1. to one. It's legitimately my only basketball thought at this point. Um, there was something we uh, looked at. We had been tracking. DraftKings has been good not only with adjusted season win totals, but uh, they've also done this thing where they have had a market for the last undefeated team in the National Football League, and they had a market for the last winless team. Now, obviously, the Arizona Cardinals only took them four games. Ended up, for those who bet the Arizona Cardinals as the last undefeated team, congratulations to you. You cashed on that. Well, the last winless team thing has not been decided yet. The Detroit Lions and Jacksonville Jaguars, as you know, are the last winless teams. Now, by the way, these numbers are not correct. We realize that these were obviously not both in plus money. So forgive me for putting up the graphic, but the Lions are the favorite. They're in minus money. I think they're like minus 150-ish. And Jacksonville remains in plus money. And I wanted to put this up because, so let's, let's just, you know, without, without thinking about anything else, the next four games for these teams, the Lions have the Bengals, the Rams, the Eagles, and a bye. The Jaguars have the Dolphins in London this week, then a bye, then are at Seattle, and have Buffalo after that. And I guess I, I bring this up only to say, why is Jacksonville the, the dog in this? Now, keep in mind, the buy is a a free bingo square in this market. We don't have this available to us here. But the buy matters because that's one week where you can just sit around and we'll see if the other team wins. And then you'd win. Again, the wording is the last winless team. I'm just surprised that Detroit is the favorite to be the last winless team. I don't really get it for two reasons. One, Jacksonville has the buy earlier. And two, Detroit's just a better football team than Jacksonville. Or am I missing something? Is it the is it the Miami game this week in London that people view as more of a crapshoot than anything? So here's my question for you: If Jacksonville beats Miami at six thirty in the morning Pacific time, and then Detroit flips around and beats the Bengals at ten a.m. Pacific, great time, question. What happens here? Is great it question. Maybe that's the, I probably should have known the answer to that, but I'd have to check the wording. You're right. Is it? By week, or is it chronologically within that week? I think Detroit's winning on Sunday, personally. Detroit should have already won two games. Yeah, definitely should have won one for sure. Oh, two for sure. Well, which, which is the which is the one they shouldn't have? Well, well I don't. I know mean, about Minnesota the was kind of ridiculous to even had a shot at the end. That's true, but if you watch that game, and I had Minnesota and Survivor, so trust me, I watched it. It was never comfortable. It was like one of these things where, again, it wasn't quite as dramatic as their game against Chicago where they had three first and goals and ended up with zero points and then botched at the end in another goal-to-go situation. But they were just, they were always moving the ball and then something would inevitably happen. I don't want to say that Anthony Lynn is offensive coordinator, but Anthony Lynn is offensive coordinator. Dan Campbell has exceeded all expectations. Let me raise my hand. I apologize to Dan Campbell. He went for it on fourth and, you know, fourth on the, excuse me, pardon me, on the uh, two-point conversion, down a point to go up a point at the end. So I give him all kinds of kudos for that. But I think Detroit could very well be two and three. You think, so 
I mean, I guess it comes down to how you feel about Jacksonville versus Miami. That's really what this comes down to. If you think if you think Miami and Tua, by the way, looks like he could be a go for Miami, if that matters to you, and I think it should after what we saw from Jacoby Brissett, I kind of think I think this is mispriced. I have absolutely no idea what's going to happen. In yeah. London. yeah, no clue. If you tell me Jacksonville's going to win the game, wouldn't be surprised. You tell me Jacksonville is going to look horrible yet again and Miami beats them, wouldn't be surprised. I feel pretty good, all things considered, as well as you can feel about the Lions finally busting through this week. They got to, man, at some point. But even against the Bengals, at home. They do get them at home. But again, it's at Rams, then it's home Eagles, then it's bye. And again, with Jacksonville, it's a London game against Miami and then a bye. So I, I don't know. I just think you get ahead of it. And uh, if I could bet this, and it's also one of these things where you might not have to wait very long. Now, as I say that, there's a little voice in my head going, oh, you know, don't be too sure. These two teams could be vying for this for weeks and weeks to come. But I do think it's one of these bets where, because I don't, usually with season long bets, you're like, well, I don't want to have my money tied up in some of these wacky markets for a long time. But this could end just like the, uh, the, the last team to be undefeated ended already. After four weeks, this could end quickly or not, but I would be willing to make a fun bet on this if I had this market in this particular jurisdiction. But I think it's mispriced and just wanted to bring that up. Uh, We'll come back. Jeff and I will talk about, among other things, Survivor. Um, I got to make a choice here, as all of us do, who are still alive in Survivor after five weeks. And it is not exactly massive pickings. Oh, and we have the tennis pick. want to give that out, too. Just one today at Indian Wells. Slim pickings there for sure, but we're not going to force things just to uh, just to make bets. We only talk about the bets we're actually making, and we'll have one tennis pick, and we'll talk Survivor next. And then Michael Lombardi, kind enough to join us once again pre-Lombardi line. It's a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Back on a numbers game, just like the godfather, Brent Musburger said. Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay is here as well. We get tweets at beating the book, D-Gen, Southern Gent. Gil, I lived in the Bay for uh, almost three years, never wavered from my Braves fandom, but after seeing many a Giants game and their amazing atmosphere, you learn to hate the stinky Dodgers. I'm rooting for a Bay to the A series. Not rooting for your Giants futures, though. Makes sense. Uh, let's see. Michael Harrison. Gil, any value on the outright winner at Indian Wells at this point? Michael, I don't think so. I had the one um, earlier on the ladies' side um, on uh, on Marquetta Vondrasova. I thought that was the most out-of-whack number. She got whacked in the first round. So I never really – I said – subsequent to that, I said, if you if you told me you were going to bet Krajikova or Raducanu after that, I would have said, okay, I can see that. They're both gone as well. Um, but no, nothing really. I mean, the women's side is such a, especially again on this hardcore surface, which is slower than most hardcore surfaces. It's really doing a little, it's doing a number on the numbers, if you will. And then on the med side, there's always Medvedev at the top. So can't really buck that. Uh, let's see here. More tweets. I've been in the book, uh, Mickey Baca. I'm not sure if your lineup for the Megapod is finalized for the year, but can, uh, can I request to, uh, put Matt Brown back in? He's been rock solid with a lot of his takes. Not to mention he knows the NFL. Very impressive. Thanks, yes. And Matt Brown, my co-host on uh, Primetime Action, absolutely knows the NFL well and had a clean sheet on the Megapod when he was on a couple uh, weeks ago. 3-0, and hit his teaser. Clean sheet. Uh, Johnny Ringo, you have been fortunate to not get Kaplered yet this year. Game five might be the game. Johnny Ringo, show respect to Kapler, please. Will not get Kaplered. Oh, it appears that Jason Weingarten has been blocked by Darren Ravel. Who can imagine? I'm sure it's I'm sure it's an awful day for Jason. Please. Serial plagiarist, Darren Ravel. Um, I can tell you stories from I can tell you stories. By the way, if Darren Ravel ever comes after me for anything, I have stuff from ten years ago that he plagiarized from me, which is just out of control. Anyway. Uh Rich. Oh, pre uh primetime action preempted the rest of the week with games on MSG. Do you have two survivor choices for the week? No, I don't have two. I only got one. But I can give you some suggestions here momentarily. Uh, J-Rod, are you going to hedge on the Dodgers uh, with your San Francisco bets? Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I am thinking about it. Mickey Moran talking about how yesterday talked about um, 
non-buyer's remorse. When you think to make a bet, you don't, and it ends up winning what it does to your head. Mickey Moran says, Gil, I just had one of those bets. I left it in at one. So true. So true. <clears throat> Pardon me. How annoyed that gets us when we leave one like that. Um, on and on and on, just some great tweets. Always appreciate all the uh, feedback. Here is the tennis pick of the day. It is at Indian Wells. Uh, again, there's the quarterfinals on the men's side. Pardon me, the round of 16 on the men's side today. And then the quarterfinals on the women's side where they're running only two of the four quarterfinal matches. So they're really, you know, again, I last night I'm like, oh, I can't wait to have tennis picks because there's no baseball. This is going to be great. We can bet tennis all day. And really, honestly, there wasn't much. There was very little value the only one of some value is, I hate to say this, guys, who lived through this bet yesterday, we won this on Nikolos Basilashvili, the Georgian, and I'm not talking about making Georgia, the Georgian tennis player who uh, won our minus 147 wager yesterday. But if you followed that match, Basilashvili yesterday, he only knows one speed. He has the hardest forehand miles per hour on tour. So everything he does is, I am going to pulverize this tennis ball. And so he gets in these modes. Like, what we were up like 5-2 in, in, in one of the sets yesterday. And then it looked like he was throwing the match. Because he's like, hey, could you, like, do different things with the tennis ball instead of just, like, crushing it every time? It was the weirdest thing. And then he ends up staving off, I believe, a match. And it's winning for us. But I do think at plus 222, I hate to say it, at plus 222 today, I think there is some value on Basilashvili against Karen Kachinov. So that's the play, and that's really the only play. Nikolos Basilashvili and his rocket form. By the way, Kachinov's got a pretty strong forehand as well. These two will just pound the ball at each other. But Basilashvili at plus 222, worth a play over Kachinov. That's the one and only tennis play of the day. Yes, Jeffrey? What is that good down to? That's an uh, excellent question. Yep. Thank you for asking. That is good down to plus 190. Plus 190. If you can get it down. What are you seeing right now on that? Uh, I, I just took a little of plus 218. There you go. Still uh, very playable. It, it's the lowest, the, the shortest number in the market I saw was plus 200. Okay. So you're still within that range. Still within the range. Yeah. And remember, that fluctuation in these kinds of numbers ain't the same as minus 110 to minus 130. Right? It's different math involved. So Nicholas Basilashvili at plus 222, where I got him, uh, is the play over Karen Kachinov. Should be fun today at Indian Wells and the rest of them I'm uh, listen I'm not going to force plays I just there sadly cuz we all love action just wasn't much there the favorites are appropriately priced if you wanted to do money line parlays on your end um that might be the way to play it but that's all I got Bastilashvili what has been a choppy Indian Wells after a spectacular hard court season not like we're getting beat up here um but we're just kind of like running in running in place during this tournament. And again, the slow courts are sort of messing with the numbers. Let's talk a little Survivor. On a week where we talked about yesterday, not many teaser legs, man. This is The teasers have been the greatest thing in the NFL this year. It is unbelievable how many of the sort of more obvious teaser legs on a week-to-week basis have come through. They've come through in miraculous fashion often. See New England this past week. See Baltimore this past week. As just the latest examples, but they seem to come through. I don't know if they'll come through like that moving forward, but they have been unbelievably successful. Problem is this week, what did we say yesterday? There's, you know, there's Arizona teasing them up through the three and the seven against Cleveland. And then there's, and these are non Wong teaser legs. Then there's, you know, Kansas city on the road, tease them down to basically beat Washington and there's Tampa Bay tomorrow night. Tom Brady saying the thumb is okay, just sore. Tease them down to just basically beat Philadelphia. Outside of that, we talked about this a little last night. Maybe the Chargers teasing them up from plus three to plus nine at Baltimore. Again, if you're like, hey, those aren't long teasers, I get it. Please spare me the tweets. If this show has done anything over the years, it's to let you know that we don't necessarily to the construct of what is right. We're not too cool for school here. That's what we're not trying to be. We're just trying to let you know honestly what we're considering betting and what we honestly bet in the end. Those are kind of it for teasers. Now to the real good stuff, Jeffrey. Survivor. Okay. 
There's really not much, but the sort of obvious, the biggest spreads on the board, let's just do it that way. The Rams, 10.5-point road favorites at the Giants. Daniel Jones, Saquon, injuries. We still don't have clarification on those injuries for this week. We have nothing. And then there's the Indianapolis Colts coming off that heartbreaking loss to the Baltimore Ravens where they snatched defeat from the jaws of victory. The Colts are 1-4, short week. They are 9.5-point favorites against the Texans. Again, remember in Survivor, the spread doesn't matter. Just giving you the candidates with the biggest spreads. Some people have used the Rams already. Some people have used the Colts. Some people will go off the board from these two. But if you have all available to you, meaning both available, in case of the Colts and the Rams, Rams you might have more opportunities to use. The Colts, we mentioned, they do still play the Jets and the Jaguars. But the Jets are on a short week. And we already said yesterday we don't trust that. And then the Jaguars, I don't know. Is this the spot to use them hosting the Texans? I think so. I think so too. I think so. I don't have a lot of I don't have a lot of confidence in this team, but they're again horrible loss for them on Monday night. The way it happened, you can't lose that game the fashion they did. Are we sure Houston is capable of putting together back-to-back competent performances? We are not. And I would say the answer is a resounding no. That's very quickly. We are not. We're not confident in that. I think I, you know, listen, last week I was playing the Patriots. I was playing the Patriots. I was playing the Patriots. And then the Patriots offensive line was decimated. COVID and injuries. And I'm like, all right, well, I have to play Minnesota then. They both ended up getting home in relatively miraculous fashion. This week, it's one of those where if you play the Colts, two minutes into the game, you'll be like, I cannot believe I played the Colts. Because inevitably something will happen early, and you'll be like, I cannot believe I'm behind the eight ball with this team. How did I pick the Colts? Why didn't I just play it safe and play the Rams? Now, that's not to mention what's going to happen by the end of the game. But that feeling will set in if you play the Colts. I will ask you this. Prime time on the road, Geno Smith, would you consider taking the Steelers? Would you consider it? Oh, man. Yeah, I would, I guess, but what a horrible way that would go be to yeah, go out. I, I agree with you. <laughs> so much of this is the prevention of self-loathing. Like, I'm guided by how will I hate myself the least? And last year, going 15 weeks and losing on the Rams to the Jets, you can't really hate yourself. That was always going to be the play, so it's like it happened. Okay, that's just football. But to make a decision like that on the pay, on the Steelers and then to see Big Ben throw it into the ground a hundred times, I will just hate myself. Prevention of self-loathing. Gambling motivation, ladies and gentlemen. We'll come back. Michael Lombardi. I'm going to pepper him with questions. Next, Numbers Game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4. Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Get your payout before the game's out with BetMGM. Place a money line wager on any Thursday night football game, and if your team is up by 10 or more points at halftime, you win. That's the full payout for only half the game, no matter what happens the rest of the way. Simply go to your BetMGM account and opt in each week for the Thursday night halftime payout promotion. Want to keep things rolling? Try BetMGM's extensive live betting options in the third quarter or use your winnings to place a one-game parlay on Sunday. New to BetMGM, download the app and see how you can turn halftime into cash time. Make a money line bet on Thursday night, and if your team is up by 10 or more, you'll win at the half. It's that simple. Only at BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. Opt-in required. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer. Not available in Nevada or Pennsylvania. It's Gil Alexander, ladies and gentlemen. He's the host of the Lombardi line at the top of the hour here on VEASAN. Of course, GM Shuffle is the name of the podcast that he does. And uh, Gridiron Genius, the name of the book, writes for The Athletic, does so many things. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Michael Lombardi. How you doing? I'm doing good. No, no more writing for The Athletic. Oh, that's Gil. out. I'm, I'm kind of, yeah, that's out. That, that kind of ended uh, back in August. Uh, I guess they're going through some issues, which is all good. Gives me a little bit more time to focus on what I need to. So yeah. it's all good. Let me cross that off the resume. Uh, I have so Thank many you. so many questions. Pat, Pat Riley coined a phrase. Not sure if you ever heard this. Uh, the disease of me. I used to love when he, when he said that. Uh, is there right. any disease of me going on in Kansas City? And let me explain that to people. Uh, star players all getting paid. Uh, they won their ring. Mahomes has part ownership in the KC Royals, etc. Or is it just bad turnover luck that will regress to the means? Some poor uh, division winner could have to host them wild card weekend. I'm still thinking ahead to that. What do you think? Disease of me or not that? I get the sense that there's a little bit of there's some issues going on in their building. It also could go back to Andy Reid's son. I mean, we still don't talk enough about how much that impacted the Super Bowl mm. and certainly would impact any father. You know, uh, I think that's an issue. The turnovers are concerning. Mahomes, you know, we're not allowed to say this because it's not popular, but he's not playing well. Right. He's playing good. You know, but he's making too many mistakes. It's his job, as my as my grandson Dominic says all the time. Job ball security is job security. And when you're not taking care of the football and you're the guy who holds the football all the time, you know, that's on you. The, the, the Charger game was all on him. That interception at the end of the game was just, it cost him the game. Shout out. cost him the game. Shout out to Dominic as well for that as well. Uh, he, look, he, he preaches it every day. You know, job security, ball security is job security. It's very true. Um, thoughts on the Trey Lance single wing, sir? <laughs> I mean, seriously. I mean, I want to go back and revisit all those people that told me there's no way you could take Mac Jones the third pick in the draft. I mean, Trey Lance is the best third best, third best player in a draft. He's big. He throw, I mean, He's a jugs machine, Gil. Do you ever see him take anything off the ball? No, he really has one speed. If, if it, I mean, let it's, me ask you this. If, if it ends badly, somehow could Lynch's job be in jeopardy because of this? Traded two picks for him. Somebody sent me this, and I haven't done this, so I, I put a caveat to this. Lynch and Shanahan's record without Garoppolo is seven and twenty-seven. Yeah, I mentioned that on Guessing Lines every every Monday. His his record without Garoppolo, it's 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 unbelievable how it's different un- it is. It's unbelievable. They just dismiss Garoppolo as a non-player. And Lance, I mean, it's. Did you think he wasn't going to get hurt in that game? I mean, he's got no <laughs> rhythm true. or anything to his game. I mean, people said he can't be. He he had to be the third pick. Why? Because he has a strong arm and he's big. I mean, put, let me ask you this. If you put Mac Jones in that offense, what do you think would have happened? Different result. Different result. Arizona left the door open. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Young, right? Really super young. We don't want to bury him entirely. Yeah. But uh, No, I, and I'm yeah. going to give it give it time, but you're going to have to take something off the ball. You're going to have to show some touch, and you can't snare down receivers. 
Let's talk about Justin Herbert for a second, because uh, Justin Herbert is doing things that, you know, look, not me, not you, not the Justin Herbert family. Like, none of us could have predicted this. Is there anything to learn from his just going from, you know, Cristobal, Mario Cristobal, not uh, maximizing what he had there, and Anthony Lynn not even going to start him unless there was a punctured lung to Gerard Taylor. To this point, we may still not have seen Justin Herbert. Anything to learn in all of this? I don't know what to learn. I know this, that when he went to the Senior Bowl, he dominated. And we spent so much time criticizing Oregon's offense that the revelation of seeing him at the Senior Bowl took all bets off. I think what we should spend most of our time is how did someone take Tua over him? Tua, we may get Tua back this week in London. We shall see. Is Dallas Do you think the, that line will move? Do you uh, think that line will move? I think it may move a half a point. I'll give you a half a point. Uh, is Dallas the best team in the NFC, Michael? You know, that that's a great question. I mean, they've gotten they've on this turnover. I mean, last year they I think they had six turnovers all year, and I mean Diggs has got six himself now. I mean, they're turning the ball over with their defense and their and their offense has been very good and effective with what they're doing. Last year they had fumbleitis. I mean, look, I think the Bucks secondary is problematic, right? They they're missing so many guys, but they're still so good on offense. I mean, they're so good. They didn't have Gronk and put 45 on Miami last week. So uh, I would say Tampa, because they beat Dallas earlier in the season when both teams were healthy, to me, seems like it. They need Grant back, I believe, on Dallas to get to the next level. Randy Gregory's playing really well, but I think those are the two best teams. I think the one thing we do know is Dallas looks like the class of the East by far. Yeah. Sadly, that is true. Sadly, that is true. Okay. John Gruden, out, resigns as the head coach of the Raiders. Uh, we're all aware of what unraveled this week. And I'm just curious, looking back at that Bears, the, the performance the Raiders had against the Bears, it was the most strange performance of the week, and it's hard not to retroactively look back and say, hmm, those players seem distracted. And I guess as a guy who has been in the league in front offices like yourself, and I'm thinking about Jacksonville now with the whole Urban Meyer Mishugas off the field, should we place more value on these kinds of things? Like, are these things legit distractions? It's not just narrative that we're making up? Well, I definitely think the Gruden thing was a complete distraction because, you know, you know, the one thing I wrote about this in Gridiron Genius, it's on actually page 37. I talked about how Gruden's inability to develop trust and manage himself were the downfall of his career. I saw it when I was with him in Philly. I saw it when I was with him in Oakland. You know, he always talked about how he had no players and how he, you know, they're making me play with these guys and nobody's any good. And, you know, and that that inability to really endear himself to his team always did. And, and, and the last line of my coaching chapter, I wrote, this is the last line I wrote, if he, he, he if he doesn't do a better job, if he doesn't stop fixing things instead of complaining about his roster, he could be one of the greats. If he hasn't learned his lesson, he'll end up flaming out in Oakland just like he did in winning a Super Bowl after Tampa. And the guy's a 44% winning percentage coach, Gil, since the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and that team showed me that they didn't really care about him on Sunday. They played with no effort and no heart. That's interesting. That's an interesting take on it. Let me ask you this, um, and this might be my get-off-the-lawn question, but after the Colts lost a gut-wrenching game to the Ravens, seconds afterwards, minute maybe, they're all fraternizing with each other. That ain't the football I grew up on. Does that bother you as much as it bothers me? Oh, yeah, no, I think that you you have to accept this generation for how they handle things, and you have to, you move on. You and I are from a different, you know, I would have stormed in a locker room. You know, losing that game. I mean, it was the trifecta to lose the game. They had a missed field goals, missed extra point. I mean, you really had to work to lose that game to Baltimore. You missed an extra point. You missed two easy field goals. You on third and eight, you just run the ball when you have when you've been throwing the ball all day against them because you're scared to turn it over in the red zone, and you settle for a chip shot field goal. That's not a chip shot field goal. Yeah, I mean, I would have been really upset, but I I, I kind of. Like this is the way things are today with the, with the you they just get past it. Maybe it's a better thing to have. Maybe, maybe so. All right, uh, let's do this. We only have uh, ninety seconds here, but uh, AFC playoff teams. I know we're only five games into the season, but let's go through this: Buffalo, the Chargers, Baltimore, Cleveland. Whoever wins the AFC South, let's say it's Tennessee and KC. Who's the seventh team? 
Well, that's a great question. Uh, you know, uh, it's certainly not going to come from, I mean, unless New England gets their act together, it's not going to be them. And, and it's not going to be Pittsburgh. Is it the Bengals? Know, could it be Cincinnati? Yeah. I think, you know, Cincinnati, I think they're going to have a tougher time beating the Lions than most people think this week. Did you watch the Green Bay game? They didn't. Oh, I mean, yeah. this poor quarterback's going to get killed. <laughs> He's going to get killed. I, I thought he was done for the year killed. when his head got slammed in the turf. It's just, oh. It's uh, just really bad. I don't trust Zach Taylor. I don't trust them to go there. Uh, could it be Denver or could it be Oakland if they, uh, excuse me, Las Vegas if they turn it around? I mean, those are the ones. Denver was really disappointing. Denver's defense against Pittsburgh was really disappointing, although they got a horrendous pass interference call in that game that allowed Pittsburgh to score their last touchdown. It was really bad. Yeah. I guess I could ask the same of the NFC. Arizona, the Rams, Green Bay, Dallas, Tampa Bay, who are the other two? I mean, it's 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 yeah. going to be fascinating. It's, you know, it's October. We're waiting to get that team to kind of click into gear. We haven't seen that yet. Yeah. Michael, appreciate it as always, man. Thank you so much. Thank you, Gil. Michael Lombardi, the best in the business. Lombardi line, top of the hour, less than five minutes from now. Uh, good luck with all your bets. We have the one tennis play. We certainly had uh, thoughts earlier on Andy McNeil and hockey. He likes the Winnipeg Jets tonight. Good luck from all of us at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.